All right, welcome back. Today I'm going to be kind of updating uh, y'all on my business. Um, it's been like a year since I've done this, I think. I did it at the very beginning of the podcast in like December of last year. Um, so just going to kind of discuss the changes that I've made, uh, how we've grown, uh, really just how the business has evolved um, over the this past year. Um First of all, I guess I should tell you what the business is. For those of you who don't know, I own a mobile detailing business. Um, I started it in July of 2020, um, in that summer, uh, during COVID when everyone was sent home uh, from school because I started it while I was in college um, after my junior year. Um, but yeah, so mobile detailing company is what it is. Um, not really like a passion business. I never detailed a car. Um, before I started the business, I just did my car um, and then passed out some flyers around the neighborhood, got a couple customers, um, kept doing that, invested on some better equipment, um, and then eventually snowballed it into an actual business um, that, you know, makes money for me. And now I don't actually have to do the, mo the manual labor part of it, but I'll discuss some of that. Um, I guess we can talk about that first. So, in January, I was doing all the detailing. Me and my friend Matt um, were doing all of it, and we were doing it together most of the time, or sometimes I would just send him, him out to do it um, if I was busy, or sometimes I would do it if he was busy, um, but he just worked for me. I paid him per car, um, and I knew I was going to hire employees as fast as I could to try to get myself out of the business um, because that's in my head, you're not really running a business if you're doing all the work you know if you're the only employee um, and if you stop doing it the business ceases to exist um, I don't really count that as a business in my head uh, so I knew I was going to have to hire some employees to do the actual detailing work um, if I wanted the business to go anywhere um, so first thing I did was hire um, a girl that I found on Indeed interviewed her among um, as well as a couple other people, um, and I hired, ended up hiring her. She worked for me for a few months, probably three or four months during the summer, um, and she had to step away, uh, so she quit, and I went back to doing it, and that was a wake-up call, um, which kind of just showed me how quickly the business could, you know, fall apart if um, if one if one employee leaves. Um, in the state that I have it right now, uh, which is still the state. I hired a guy named Robert, and he's still working for me right now. He's amazing, um, gets great reviews all the time. He's a great detailer and also a great um, person. Like He's just great at customer service. The uh, customers love him. Um, he gets raving reviews almost every day. Um, so he's great, and he's currently working for me right now. Um, actually, as I, as I record this, he's out there detailing cars. Um, so that's really what's changed. I'm not doing any of the detailing anymore. Um, I know going forward, if, if Robert were to quit today, I would have to do detailing, um, which is a part of the business that I'm going to kind of work on. Um, I plan on hiring another person with another van and probably two more people and have two of them work together. Um, and one work solo that way, if any of the one like any of the three employees need time off 
I still have two that can work solo. Um, and I think that's how I'll alleviate the uh, staffing problem because um, I, I just want to make sure that I don't have to go do the actual detailing, um, mostly because of my visions for the future. I have to make the business um, not necessarily run by itself, but run as seamlessly as possible um, without me uh, as much as possible. So um, that's how I see the future going to fix that staffing problem. I'll probably do that after the new year, um, probably around January or February um, before we roll into the spring and summer, which are like the busiest seasons. Um, marketing wise, we made a lot of changes. I know I listened to the, that first episode where I broke down the business. Um, and I think I was doing basically only Facebook ads and some direct mail, um, like postcards and flyers and stuff. Um, we still do direct mail. We've, uh, scaled up the direct mail actually. So we do a thousand per month, um, every month. And I break it into 500, on the first of the month and 500 on like the 15th of the month, halfway through. Um, so I don't get like an influx of customers at the beginning and then it dies out through the end. Um, so we're still doing that. We're actually doing no Facebook ads now, um, which is funny enough because I think I said I was going to double down on the Facebook ads um, in that episode. We're doing uh, all Google ads and we're spending about $1,000 a month on Google ads. Um, and we were doing no Google ads uh, in January of last year. So that's a big change. And really the reason is just the buyer intent of the marketing. So when somebody Googles auto detailing near me or detailing shop near me, they are like actively looking to purchase detailing services. Um, when you advertise on Facebook, you're really getting people who are going there to check their feed, to see how their friends are doing to, and if you just happen to catch their eye with detailing services, they may buy some. Some people may buy some. That I'm not saying Facebook doesn't work. You're probably going to get some sales on Facebook, and we might we might add Facebook again. Um, I've done it on and off. Right now, we're not spending anything on Facebook. Um, but it's really just the buyer intent on Facebook. They're not looking for detailing services. They might see it and it might pique their interest, and they might look into it a little bit more. Um, but people on Google who actually look for detailing services are actively looking to purchase, and they're more likely to buy. So they convert at a higher rate, um, which is more, which is why we um, focus solely on Google ads instead of Facebook ads. Um, they're not the only online ads we do. We have next door ads. Um, we run ads on Yelp. Um, we're in a couple local magazines uh, in the area in different uh, kind of smaller neighborhood magazines. We're in uh, two of those right now. So we have a diverse uh, marketing uh, plan. Um, and it's really backing up the overall strategy. So at the beginning of the year and the summer, I was keeping our marketing super lean. Um, and that was our strategy to spend as little as possible to get as many leads as possible. Um, because I only had one employee, I just needed X amount of cars to keep her busy and not Robert busy. Um, but recently, um, and I'll talk about this a little bit toward the end when I, when I talk about the vision for the future of the company now. Um, I'm preparing to hire more people. So two more people and one more van. So that means we'll have to double how many details we're doing, um, in order to, uh, you know, keep, keep the employees busy and make as much money as we need to pay everybody. Um, and also to grow to the, um, revenue numbers I want to get to, um, we're going to need more leads than 
we have right now, obviously. So I've been doubling down on a bunch of marketing um, channels, all the ones I just listed. Um, a couple of them were just testing. Yelp ads and Nextdoor, we're testing them right now with a limited budget. Um, and it's really just to try to get an influx of leads to make sure that I can hire t two more people um, and have enough work for them uh, in the in the spring. So right now I'm just spending a lot, like more than we've ever spent on any kind of marketing um, in order to try to get an influx of leads um, going into the spring uh, on a repeatable basis so that I feel comfortable hiring the people and that I'll have enough work for them. Um, and I'll talk about that a little bit more at the end when I'm talking about the visions for the future. Um, but the next thing I want to talk about was our equipment. Uh, we've upgraded our equipment. In January, we were working out of the back of my car. Um, so everything was in the back of my car. Rags, uh, extractor, steamer, uh, trying to think, vacuum, pressure washer, everything. Anything I had was in the back of my car. So obviously, we didn't have any water tank or generator, so we couldn't go to apartment buildings or anywhere without water or power that we could use. Um, and I knew I mentioned that in the in the first episode and how I was going to do that, which we, we have. Um, and about at about, I think about March, March or April, uh, I bought a trailer, a small five foot by seven foot trailer. Um, and I put a water tank back there. We got a generator. Um, and I used to pull that around with my car. So then that way the business wasn't out of my car, right? The, the trailer was uh, labeled or uh, branded is more is a better word for that. And uh, I would pull it around to the, all the places we need to go, detail the cars, come back. I can unhook the trailer and the business didn't have to come with me everywhere because my car was always had detailing stuff in it um, at the beginning, which was kind of annoying. Uh, so we had that trailer for probably three months, around three months. Um, and that's what Haley, my first employee, um, she worked with me when I had the trailer and we went around together because with insurance and stuff it was weird. I just didn't feel comfortable with her pulling the trailer, um, in my car cause she, her car couldn't pull a trailer. It was just really complicated. So, and I knew I wasn't going to have the trailer forever. Eventually I was going to get a Ford transit van, um, which we did do that probably in June ish, somewhere middle of the summer. Um, I bought a 2010 Ford Transit van, put moved everything from the trailer into the van, uh, set it up really, really, really nice. Uh, so now everything is super easy to use. Um, everything's in one place. The whole business is in the van, basically, um, at least the detailing part. I, I have a lot of stuff in my room, um, like extra glass cleaner, vinyl, just extra chemicals and rags and marketing material and all kinds of stuff. Um, but all the stuff he needs for the day-to-day -day detailing um, is in the van. Um, so he has everything in one place. It just keeps it super easy. Um, and it's just easier to, to move around dragging the trailer everywhere. If you ever had to back it in anywhere or get out of tight areas, it was just difficult. Um, the van is super easy to drive. It holds our 150 gallon water tank, um, generator easily. Uh, all the equipment just fits in there perfectly. Um, and keeps everything really, really simple, um, and streamlined. So, there's a place for everything and nothing gets broken. Um, that's why I see, and it's uh, it's vinyl, it's professionally vinyl wrapped. So it has our logo, um, which I've redone since the first episode to look more professional. The The whole thing is just, it looks really nice. Maybe I'll put a picture or something online. Um, or you can go to our Instagram, uh, 
bright mobile detailing on Instagram, uh, then check it out. Um, but, but yeah, so that's how I'll do it going forward. I'm, I'm just going to get another van, um, and deck it out again. It'll probably cost to get the second van and, and everything inside it and set it up probably around 10 grand. Um, to get everything set up. Sorry, text came through. You probably heard it. Um, to get everything set up for the the second guy, um, the second and third guys. So I'm just kind of waiting to build up that nest egg to purchase everything um, and still have, you know, a good cushion to where I feel comfortable. Probably, like I said, around uh, January, February um, of 2022. Um, and that kind of brings me into the vision for the future. So after I hire the second and third employees and get the second van, that'll probably be where I kind of hold for a while um, unless I see just the, the need go up and we need to hire more people and buy more vans which would be a great problem to have um, I'm probably going to just stick with the three employees two vans um, at least for this next upcoming year um, and basically my focus will be on creating repeatable processes documenting everything we do to where any I can teach anyone how to do it basically I'll have to come up with training, uh, you know, protocols, which we already have. I trained Robert and I have uh, like a training system that I went through with him that I that I made, but I'll have to perfect it, um, just make it simpler and make it easier to repeat uh, for other people um, because how I see the business going forward and how I see it reaching the revenue goals that I want to get to um, is through franchising. So I have to make this Birmingham uh, you know, location, which is our only location, it's the original location, uh, work like it, it is a franchise. So that means I have to hire a manager, um, get some office space that we can work out of, at least the uh, manager can work out of, um, somewhere we can park the vans, wash the rags, fill up the water tanks, that kind of thing. So it doesn't need to be a huge office, just has to have some basic uh, necessities that we need. Um, I'll have to really the the hardest part or the most time consuming part will be creating systems for everything because we have to have systems for getting clients, systems for dealing with clients, um, systems for when they get them on the phone, what do we say, um, systems for the actual detailers, like every for every service we offer, we have to have um, documented processes for how to do everything that we can teach anyone. Um, so it's just going to take some time to perfect everything and get this location, um, kind of like a model for, uh, other locations. Um, and then eventually after probably I'm hoping by this summer, maybe next fall, um, I have it kind of down to a science to where I know I can repeat it. Um, and then I'll start really seriously looking into, um, franchising, getting a, a consultant company, um, to help us. Um, and really that'll be when I see the business taking off. Um, because once you have your FDD, which is your, um, franchise disclosure document all figured out and all your, uh, operations manuals and all the documents, your legal documents you need for franchising. Um, then you can just focus on the sales of the franchise, which becomes a, a second business in itself, is not only do you have to sell details, because I'm going to still be operating this location, um, 
you have to be you have to sell your actual business um, to someone who's looking to buy a small franchise, um, a home service franchise, which I think is a unique challenge in itself and also exciting. I mean, if we sell you know a few franchises per year, um, in a few years we could have 10, 15 locations um, pretty reasonably, um, and I think. I mean that would be awesome. That that's how I see the the vis- the future for the company going. Um, it'll take about 50, 50 to seventy five grand um, to get the uh, franchising documents and all the legal stuff um, taken care of, as well as the franchise sales system and just to hire the consultant company to help us get there. Just because it's it's a lot of technicalities. Um, I couldn't do it by myself. You get, you kind of have to have a whole team around you. Um, helping you to to get everything set up before you start selling franchises and start the whole system to sell franchises. Um, but that's how I see the company going down the future. Hopefully, this next year or two, um, these things will come to fruition. I I'm I'm pretty confident. I've I've hit all the goals that um, I set for myself in January uh, and kind of surpassed them already. So I don't see why this goal would be any different. Uh, it's going to be a whole new challenge, uh, a bigger challenge, um, involving a lot more people. Um, right now, you know, it's just myself and Robert. Um, this next, this next chapter in the business will really, um, involve a whole team of people. Um, and I'm, I'm just excited to, to get there. Um, I'm a little eager. Um, but I know I just got to take it one step at a time, make some incremental, um, improvements and, uh, eventually we'll, we'll be there. Um, but yeah, I think that's everything I wanted to cover updating y'all on the business, but I would love to help anyone who is looking to start a service business kind of like mine. Um, or, you know, if you actually, as long as you're not in Birmingham, I'll help you start a mobile detailing business. Uh, exactly. Cause I know how to do that. Um, but yeah, if you're in college, high school, even have some free time, um, high school might be a little difficult to actually do the work. Um, you could do it in the summer. Um, but yeah, if you're in college or out of college, I, I don't really care who who uh, who it is, uh, and you want me to help you out, um, kind of just answer some questions or anything. I'm not going to do all the work. Obviously, you're going to have to do a lot of the work, um, but you know, just kind of help you along uh, along the path, getting started at least, um, and answer, and just kind of consult you. Uh, I'm looking to help somebody out. I just think it'd be a fun challenge to help someone do what I did. Um, and kind of repeat my process and, and, uh, and help someone out. But yeah, you can email me at Bruce at adventures of an entrepreneur, uh, dot co dot co. Um, and yeah. All right. I think that's, that's it. Uh, see y'all next time.